This is alternative history. Darn it! This is alternative. <laughs> oh my god! This is alternative history. So I was watching a clip from the movie Friday with Ice Cube. With Ice Cube, and the dad was uh, he was taking a dump in the bathroom. And he called Ice Cube in to give him some fatherly advice. Uh, it was, I think, it was some like Ice Cube lost his job on his day off. On day off. How do you lose your job on your day off? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And he was telling him he had to, you know, look for a career, and a dog catcher is a really good career. Makes and the whole time himself. he's, you know, using the bathroom, doing his number two and spraying and such. And uh, it just got me thinking, like, you know, when you're a parent, you, you sometimes you got a parent while you're on the pot. And I've I've been there. I've done that. And I don't think I've used the bathroom with the door closed in my house for the last at least 10 years because when nature calls, I still I still have to be a parent. That's kind of fascinating. I couldn't imagine you in the bathroom with the door open all the time. Oh, we have, we have an open door policy. Uh, several times today I was in there using the bathroom and people were just walking in, just, you know, going about their business in there. Don't even... I take a shower, people walk in. It's it's uh, quite the traffic coming in and out of our our restrooms here in the Fisher household. Yours is a private bathroom, and uh, today we'll be talking about public bathrooms. Yes, we're gonna be looking at the the history of public restrooms and how we got from pooping in the forest to sharing a public space. So here at the Alternative History, we often provide a topic where we uh, decide if that topic you know, merited a different result, a different perception, an alternative history. We uh, we essentially have also said that we take the liberty to talk about whatever we whatever we want essentially. And some of the times that we do this, we we go a different route. Like we'll take a look at a piece of alternative history. For example, last season we talked about Star Trek for one episode where, where the city on the edge of forever, you know. Or we'll we'll talk about like a a topic and how people look at it, and maybe if we should look at it differently. Like we've talked about clowns going back to last season. Exactly how uh, like the perception of something, and that's what we're going to be looking at with with public restrooms. I find it's not that, just potty talk. Actually, we there, perception. Yeah, I mean it'll mostly be potty. There talk. There will be some potty talk. For some sure. literal <laughs> potty talk. Some figurative potty talk. Some crapper. Some talk. informative <laughs> potty talk. Yes. We'll try to keep it as clean as possible yes as clean as you can when talking about a public restroom but i just find them fascinating just the the way we interact with each other in them how when you're in there you're almost a different person okay. than you are when you walk out <laughs> yes yeah you, for sure <laughs> for some physically legs, and yes. mentally exactly good point, um, good point. and just how how did we get to that point and i do have a funny story the other day, I had the opportunity to have an afternoon with my daughter, and anyone who has uh, more than a kid knows that it's hard to get one-on-one time with, with your children. So dropped the boys off at a birthday party, and Stella and I, we went on a play date. And then we go for, for lunch, and we're potty training her, and she's like, Daddy, i got to go potty. And I'm like, okay, well, you know social good. norms dictate that because I'm a man, I'll take her into the men's room. Well, they had a flood that day at the restaurant I was at. And I won't mention the restaurant because they were very, very nice. Uh, the Corner Bakery in Shorewood, very good restaurant. And I go to, there's just water dripping out of the ceiling where, where the toilet is. Gross. And I'm like, well, and there's no lights on or anything. I'm like, I can't do this. Some nightmare on Elm Street, like yes. bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so then I go to the someone that works there. I'm like, uh, excuse me, um, 
my daughter is potty training, and I had managed to. I had no spare clothes because I had brought spare clothes in a bag, but I didn't. I had a sippy cup, and I didn't close the top correctly, so oh, the, no. all the clothes got wet <laughs> from the sippy cup. Oh, no. So I had an accident, not my daughter. So that's why she couldn't have an accident. Oh. So I was like, I don't have any spare clothes. I don't have any diapers. She's potty training. The men's room looks to be out of commission. Is there any way I could sneak into the women's room? And she's like, oh, well, let me go check to see if there's anyone in there. And, of course, there's some lady in there, assumingly taking a number two based on the amount of time she was in there. So, yeah. So she's we're waiting there, and then Stella's just kind of, like, apparently, like, I don't know if she's doing a pee dance or just dancing. She dances all the time. Well, then the lady's just like, uh, we're, I don't, why don't you just go in there? Because there's, there's stalls, right? And I was like, okay. I was like, you sure? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. So I go in there, and like when I crossed the threshold, shame just washed over me immediately. But I knew I had to get a job done. So I get in there. Why were you ashamed? What? Just I just felt like I like I shouldn't be in here. Okay. You know? Well, in theory, you shouldn't be, yeah. but okay. Yeah. All right. But everyone's got pee, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also had to use the bathroom myself, too. So then we get in there, and I get around the toilet, and I can hear the lady in the other stall kind of making bathroom noises and i get her on there and i'm like all right stella we got in here you're dry let's go good work i don't have to go daddy <laughs> curveball so, yeah awesome. i was like i was like damn it one of us is taking a leak in this bathroom but i was in there i was pleading you with you did not take a leak oh yeah i had to go i had to go so i went you, okay. and i'm telling you all there's right. nothing like being an angry parent that washes away all your shame <laughs> You were actually thought you were just angry. No, I was angry because I was in there. I was like, I was like, just pee, Stella. You got to go pee. I was like, you made me, you made me come in here. And this lady's probably hearing this whole thing. I'm like, just go to the bathroom, please. And then I can only imagine that she didn't think because, like, when you're standing and peeing into a body of water from three, four feet as opposed to point blank range, it makes a distinct noise. So. I was like, I don't care. I'm going. Oh, so, my Lord. That's, yeah. So that's kind of a microcosm of what we're going to talk about today. Whether or not, like, is there a membership club that you need to go to a certain bathroom? And if you do, when you go to the bathroom, should shame be involved? Well, that's interesting. You brought up shame when you walked into the ladies' bathroom, and now we're talking about it again. You know, I'm a studier of history, and so I was researching and reading, and some of the things I find fascinating, of course, is that, like, when you think of written history, it only accounts for such a small percentage of all of human history. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, infinitesimally small how it is. So, the book I was reading, I'm going to give it a shout out because I enjoyed it, was Guns, Germs, and Steel by Jared Diamond. And one of the things he alluded to was that before we developed cities, which were essentially food distribution centers, all humans were essentially hunter and gatherers. Everybody knows that. That's not like some sort of new history thing. But what was cool about it, or most interesting rather, and pertaining to what we're talking about today, is that, you know, the people would, you know, chase food and then move around, chase food, move around, chase food, you know, set up for a little while and move. And as such, they developed essentially public bathrooms in that they were latrines, like everybody would use the bathroom out there. And in that case, to your point, was there shame or no shame? Because these were outdoors. These were, these were outside, like, you know, and, and this, using the bathroom ends up essentially being important in the food distribution center or the way they build cities because from these public latrines you learn about 
foods that sprout out of manure. And then you also learn that, or throughout time, they learn that manure is used wonderfully as fertilizer. Yeah, it, was it still done. does. And, and still a lot do. of so I find it fascinating that public bathrooms have essentially, or public use of the restroom, or or shame and no shame, or just using the bathroom outside or using the bathroom with people has kind of always been part of what happens with human society. Yeah, in in human like uh, in in some Eastern civilizations prior to the onset of you know plumbed toilets, they would just go in the rice paddies and. Use that as fertilizer. As, as fertilizer. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like, well, it's it makes sense. You got to use something with it because if it piles up, it stinks. It stinks. I know. <laughs> I have a diaper genie. So, I for any of those who don't know what a diaper genie is, it is a, a little container like a garbage that you somehow can put poop in there, and I have the belief that it won't stink like hell if you stuff like, stuff like 15, 20 diapers in there. I'm sure. I don't care what scent it has. It's not airtight, and it stinks, and it's just like this big torpedo of turd That's that you end up taking out. That's... But anyhow, yes. So before we get into the history of of restrooms and you know some of our tales of restroom adventures, more than what I've already shared, Rodrigo, you have some uh, pop culture toilet related items for us. I do. Let's go with music first, shall we? So the bathroom references that I found in music. There's only one that's a public restroom reference, so I'll come to that in a second. But uh, I found from Johnny Cash a song called Flush from the Bathroom of Your Heart. I found plenty of other songs. Wait, wait, excuse me, what was the name of the song? Flushed from the Bathroom of Your Heart. I don't think Mr. Cash understands human anatomy very well, but, I mean, if he's trying to make a, a metaphor... I guess. It must it be. might work. <laughs> he did a lot of drugs back did, yeah. early in his career, so I'm assuming that was in the, the drug phase. There's a song by... It's called Septus, if you get that. If you get if you get turds in your heart, you, you, you would die. die. You yeah. would die. Exactly. septic Except shock. Anyhow. Anyhow. Uh, there's a song called She Came In Through the Bathroom Window, originally sung by the Beatles. I believe that the better version is sung by Joe Cogger. And another version of this song is sung by not quite friend of show Ray Stevens <laughs> on his album Everything Is Beautiful. You can hear about the Beatles and Ray Stevens in our episode on the 1971 Grammys. Yes, on uh, uh, my seething dislike for all things Ray Stevens <laughs> comes through greatly. And so this leads me to the actual one song that has that's essentially a public restroom reference song, and that is "Smoking in the Boys' Room." First sung by Brownville, Brownsville Station and then redone by Motley Crue. I actually the, like the Motley Crue. superior version. By oh, far. Yeah. Exactly. Of course. I mean. So there's a lot more public restroom references and scenes and whatnot in both literature and movies, but specifically in movies. And that's where I'm going to go to right now. So, for example, a movie that came out in 2005 is called North Country, starring Charlize Theron. There is a scene in there where an actress, her name is Michelle Monaghan. I think most people would know her from... Gone, baby, gone. With, thank you, yes. with Casey Affleck. Anyhow, in North Country, Michelle Monaghan is in a portal potty, and the dudes want to prank her, harass her, or whatever, end up dumping the portal potty while she's in it. It's an awful, Oof. terrible scene. Uh, in one of my favorite books, and in a movie I like so a lot. So she got dumped on while she was taking a dump? She was yeah. trying to, and she oh. didn't get a chance. Yeah, it's awful. The irony. It's terrible. And then a movie I like, and a book I liked, was Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. There's a scene where... Johnny Depp, Hunter S. Thompson, has a flashback to a time in San Francisco where he 
was eating acid off a dude's sweater in the bathroom. A very conservative looking dude walks in and like, you know, freaks out and turns around. Karate Kid, Daniel LaRusso, messes with Johnny. Remember, Johnny's in the bathroom. In my brain, before I most recently watched the movie, I swear that Johnny and his friends were doing coke in the bathroom. But Johnny and his friend, Johnny was actually just, ro- well, Johnny was rolling a joint in the bathroom. And Daniel LaRusso sprays him with water and then breaks out. And this is where, like, they chase him. He goes out the fence and then Mr. Miyagi saves him. Yeah, well, you know what? It- if he was smoking a joint... Like, he was rolling. He was yeah, smoking. rolling a joint. Yeah. Doing coke would probably explain his behavior a little better. That's what I remembered. Even his because, buddy who was all like, put him in a body bag. Yeah, I thought he, for sure. Yeah, like, those coke. guys are cokeheads. <laughs> they were tweaked out on something. They weren't smoking dope. Anyhow, that was Otherwise, the Otherwise, they'd be like, LaRusso. <laughs> Take it easy. Anyhow. <laughs> cool costume, dude. You're in a shower, man. Like, there wouldn't be no fighting. He, he wants a shower. That was yeah. a very good costume. Yes. <laughs> Another public bathroom scene. Also, a friend of show is uh, there's a scene in Die Hard where John McClane is cleaning the glass out of his feet in a public restroom. Yeah, so in that scene, Die Hard's washing his foot yes. in the sink, right? Because yes. it's all bloody and stuff. And I've had the unfortunateness of walking in not once but twice on one Caucasian man and one African American man, all older gentlemen. These are separate incidents. Washing their feet in the bathroom? Washing their shoes. Butt-ass naked from the waist down, washing shit off their shoes. Mm. I was probably like 18 years old, absolutely horrified <laughs> about what happens to us when you're, we get older. You're like that dude in the bathroom in Fear Lonely where you walked in and was in shock when you I saw like, that. But like, the first time I saw it, I was like, I was like, yeah. damn, there's an old man cleaning shit off his shoes with no pants on or underwear. And then... I don't know how long the, like I don't know how long it was in between. Oh, I walked in there again, and I'm like, "Damn!" It this time again. it was an older white guy. I was like, "Damn!" There's an old man cleaning shit off his shoes with no pants on and no underwear. I'm like, "What? It's is like my a, future gonna like? Is this what? Where is this how we all end up?" It was like an equal opportunity situation. Like that's the end of the line. That's not like good. you shit your pants and then you're washing shit off your shoes at a Sears. Hopefully. There won't be Sears around, <laughs> and there might not be if you listen to our Sears episode. But all I'm saying is, it frightened the hell out of me. That's scary. That's Almost scary. as much as it probably frightened, like you said, that guy in Fear and Loathing. Like, what is this? What kind of weird kicks are people getting in bathrooms? Oh, yeah. We'll come back to some more stories in a second. Uh, in one of our favorite movies, True Romance, Christian Slater character Clarence speaks to Elvis in a public restaurant. Correct. Yep. He, that's where he he uh, communes, so to speak, with with him uh, and then lastly they film Halloween H2O none other than Michael Myers himself messes with a mother and child in a public bathroom and then a good redirect where you for sure think he's going to kill both he does not kill either and just steals their car key and cars I was not aware that Michael Myers could drive but yeah weird. there's another scene in like the worst one the one with Ant-Man Ant-Man was in one of the it was like Halloween 5 no maybe uh, the third one okay. like the spirit of Michael My- or the curse of Michael Myers I think it might have been the third one where a lady is trying to get away and she's pregnant and she leaves a baby in a bathroom or something like that Really? Yeah, yeah. There's some scene in a bathroom. I, it, it's it's a terrible movie. Ant Man's done a lot better since. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so, and that's about what I got for the for the movies. Okay, so uh, from here we're gonna activate the history portion of this podcast and get rid of, rid of the insanity for a minute and give you a little information about how how we went from essentially pooping in a field to in prehistory. Yeah, to pooping together in modern history. modern times, albeit in different stalls. Yes. So. All the way back to the Bible, there, there's uh, instructions for how to use the bathroom. 
the in Deuteronomy chapter 23 verse 12 it states something to the effect that you should walk out into a field and that you should have a paddle on your weapon to bury your feces, feces your right. turd mm-hmm. so it wasn't turd but yes <laughs> <laughs> your dump <laughs> your movement Yes. So, for a long period of history, the toilet was essentially somewhere within walking distance of where you were sleeping. You never wanted to poop or pee directly where you live. Um, so, hence the latrines. Yes. And then, so some of the first, like, modern, kind of, not modern toilets, but like, well, we restroom. We see modern ideas yeah, of the restroom. Started in the Indus Valley Civilization, located in what is now modern-day Pakistan and northwest India. That was circa 2600 to 1900 BC, and they had uh, they had streets built on a grid system, which I absolutely think is amazing, because I love the grid system. It's part of the reason why I can't stand the suburbs yeah. of cities. Because Milwaukee is a perfect little grid. Yeah, it's yeah. a grid. It's like, well, right. how do you get here? You go straight and then take Free a right, <laughs> and then you're there. Like, well, well like how far? Find the street. <laughs> Drive straight. You'd be there. Take a left on that street, and then you found it. Pretty much. And then if you go to the suburb, well, you gotta go around this way, and then you gotta go to this. Cold every sack. street, yeah. every every street ends in like mill or water court or or court. Yep. And a bunch of garbage. Anyhow, sorry. So they had a grid system there, and they had a network of sewers built under the streets, so under the gridded system. Uh-huh. And there was evidence of private toilets linked to covered drains outside the home. Dang, no kidding. So, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Ancient Greeks had terracotta pipes that allowed for running water and for a sewage system. So the Minoan civilization on the Isle of Crete uh, from around 3000 to, they were around from about 3000 to 100 BC. And there uh, is evidence that suggests that they had open-topped drainage systems for wastewater and stormwater. And there's evidence to suggest that they had flush toilets with an overhead water reservoir. Because that's basically how everyone knows the water moves down. Gravity is basically what we use for our modern toilets. That hasn't changed. Yep, and that's kind of what they were they were kind of getting at. Most evidence for the use of a public restroom in ancient times is the Romans. In the Romans, right? Yes. Yep. They had uh, public restrooms open for anyone to use. So it's fascinating the way they had these things set up. They had them set up in in rows, right, where they were just basically marble tops with holes in these rows and you would sit you would pick a hole and then you would sit down do your duty and then your duty would fall into a channel and these channels they must have had these houses these bath restrooms pitched to where this channel had running water in it they had aqueducts in ancient Rome, yes, and they, always, they had a lot of running water yeah yeah so the water would run and then so you would sit there next to your Guy, friend, perfect stranger. It didn't Water, matter who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no walls, partitions in between back then. They just went because it was like know. so. It was like a trough toilet. Well, you had yeah underneath. Underneath it was it was a channel of water, and it took your your. Well, but I mean, but even the toilets, though, because it's like. I know there's individual holes, but essentially you're, you're sitting, sitting right next yeah, to each yeah. other. Yeah, it's like, a big bench with holes like, in it. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're sitting right next to each other. <laughs> if a guy had a wider. Uh, uh, carriage, whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> may rub up against your thigh. Uh, you never know. I mean, they probably didn't care. They were just happy to poop somewhere that wasn't some crazy 
field where there may be a like or they have some kind of animal it. lurking, right? right? right. Or they have do. to bury their own stuff, like yeah, I said. exactly. Even like, prehistory to them. I poop in this hole and the water takes it away. What a novel idea! That's amazing, right? Slave so right of the game for sure. Exactly. So, and then in front of them was another channel of water in which there was a stick with a sponge on the end. So they took this stick out of the water and they used it to clean their backside with, and then returned said stick. <laughs> <laughs> back into the channel of water. So Ooh. these were, from my understanding, more than they weren't a single serve stick. And that's where we get the saying, the wrong end of the stick. <sighs> You've heard the saying, I'm, I have I'm sure. heard. I never do that. So that's where <laughs> you don't want to grab the wrong end of the stick. Oh, that is so gross. It doesn't, it's it so kind of seems on so many the levels. saying really doesn't matter because either <laughs> end of the like. You don't know. Like, oh, you someone's already them, used the other but, end of the but, stick. But you don't want to grab that end. Don't yeah, you. but you, do you want to put it on you? No, but I'd rather not grab it with like, my Did you see the guy that used that stick before I would, me? I would rather use the handle he, the, right, the right way. He clogged, he clogged the channel. <laughs> he laid it in there, and the channel just backed up. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what that guy's eating, what his diet is. Oh, Anyhow. That's amazing. So uh, they use dirty water from public baths to flush away the waste. Smart. And when we were talking about the bathhouse. Off mic, I was asking if you knew, and I think we're presuming here, because we just didn't find it, if the public bathhouses were the same or equivalent to the public bathrooms, I think the bathrooms had to have been a separate thing altogether. They were they were built separately. I think from what I, under, from what I found, there were like restrooms oh. in the public baths, but they also had public restrooms that were separate. separate. Public restrooms, yeah. actually. I hear yeah. you. And I can't find, I found anecdotal evidence for either, but it does not appear that they were separated by sex, the, the restrooms, mm-hmm. that anyone could access them. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it's such a, a new idea, it's it kind of would seem for all. punitive to make it just for like, only dudes could take a turd here. <laughs> well, where are the, where are the ladies going to go? Uh, just let him poop in the street the like field. they have been yeah. doing. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it's like, it, it's more of a, uh, it's better for all to keep your waste out of the public. Well, it had to have been, yeah, realm. you're right. It had to have been for everyone to use because, yeah, just for It would make absolutely no sense to keep one half the population from using it from for using sanitation it. purposes alone. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yes. Very good. But, like, human history doesn't make a lot of sense for right, people right. so... <laughs> Um, so while there were a lot of public restrooms in Rome, though, the most common way to use a toilet was to put it in a pot and throw it out your window. That happens for many, many chamber s- pot. decades and centuries. Essentially later. what we what we're using right now to potty train Stella. Yeah. She sits on this little plastic toilet, fills up the pot. I don't throw it out the window. The neighbors would get upset. The dog would be really happy. <laughs> but... We throw it in the toilet and then clean it out and put it back. So, And here's the really interesting thing that I find about the history of the toilet, which is almost mind-boggling. <laughs> After the Roman Empire fell, the, the like, technology of the toilet just stalled out. For, for like almost 1,800 years, right? Yes, yes, for like thousands of, almost thousands of years. Like we just stopped progressing towards something like... Toward, toward like what we have today but they essentially it, just yeah. just it was basically poop in a in a pot poop in the street or poop in this hole that went down this huge shaft this has to be in europe though right Cause, in europe right because yeah. 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 other places it was different right well but, there were the, the in other parts of the world there were still still 
pooping public. in fields. Trains, no kidding. Oh yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, we were just talking there about were yeah, there yeah, were yeah, no yeah. there were no worldwide real innovations in 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 restrooms until about the 1800s. 1800s, okay. Yeah. So, so after like I said, after the Roman Empire fell, the Middle Ages did not bring about any advancements in the toilet. Yeah, it even regressed in toilet technology. In Britain, it was mainly just grates that you sat on and dumped down a shaft where, and this has got to be one of the worst jobs in the world, or was, where a human would have to remove the excrement during the night. There was a there was a there was a job that centered around this, like a like a like a uh, like a cast or like career a career. Oh path. lord, that's horrible. Uh, this was common around the world, and the majority of societies still either went to the bathroom in the street or in a field. Wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. And from the time of ancient Rome till about the 1850s, most excrement-related diseases were thought to be due to the air. And one of the uh, reasons why, when we found out that that wasn't true, was uh, it wasn't until the 1850s, after several cholera outbreaks in Britain, that a guy named John Snow determined that it was a waterborne disease. So basically, what was happening is not John Snow from Game of Thrones. Yes, no, 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 no. I don't watch that show. I know, but I do. I, I've I mean, heard his name. If we, if we would have let it pass like that, we would have been mad. So we had to say something. Okay, I'm sorry. It would have been like, I've seen him go to the bathroom in Game of Thrones. He <laughs> didn't use a toilet. So he determined that what was happening was the cholera bug festered in your gut. And the best way for it to travel was through your excrement, through the water. And if you're, if the water, in, in if you're basically just pooping into shafts and standing bodies of water like they were in britain Ugh. it's not going anywhere yeah and then they're using this water to drink Ugh. so cleaning it as they were using 19 1850 technology they weren't cleaning it well and it led to the cholera outbreaks which killed uh, a lot of people and like i said they had to do studies to determine that it was actually a waterborne disease because certain pockets of the city that were using water from the Thames River where that's where all the outbreaks were and wow. places that weren't getting their water from the Thames they weren't interesting okay. cholera but anyhow and then for centuries places like Vietnam and China have used the human feces in rice patties uh, using their waste like fertilizer we mentioned which earlier is very 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 smart it's probably it it, it it creates a scenario where the waste is being used and disintegrated Re- and, yeah. and, and, and like moved away from the water with the river and Thames they were just throwing their crap in the water yeah which, they were was, using, which was yeah. also their water supply yeah. and it was apparently stinking up the entire oh my gosh entire area I'm telling you uh, chamber pots like we mentioned were big in Europe uh, the way to get rid of contents was to chuck them out the window and there was a, uh, a rule back then that if you're walking down the street the man had to be the on, on one certain side which was closest to the to the to the buildings so he in would chase it someone would land yeah so he would be the one that would get hit could, could you imagine like if you're just walking down the street like that was a thing i thought i thought it was the opposite now right where the dude's supposed to be on the outside in case they get hit by a car it may have changed i think that's yeah. but i might but be wrong it's on like that. yeah like you had to get you had to uh-huh. take the it'd be there to, to take, <laughs> take the, the waste <laughs> yes that's of gross. someone throwing their uh, excrement their, yeah horrible. Nine, or 1594, so we go from the fall of Rome till about 1594 before there is a uh, any kind of change. significant change. The first flushing toilet by Sir John Harrington was created. It was built for Queen Elizabeth I. She did not particularly care for it, and it didn't really go anywhere, apparently. He wrote a book and published his entire plan on how to create the flushing toilet. I think he may have mentioned something about her in it, and she was like... 
How dare you tell those public I help? She cared for it not. Yeah, wow. and he, he, I think he was uh, essentially banished from the court. No kidding. Yes. Jeez. Because he... He, he he let out the dirty secret that Queen Elizabeth. That, yeah. Everyone, she's ain't, like, she's ain't like, no one's business. What are you talking about? I don't poop. <laughs> I don't poop. Brahma toilets. They were created in 1778, and they were used right up until about World War II. And a lot of the history that I got on toilets is from from England, because there are not a lot of sources outside of the English are a little bit more uh, uh, like forthright with their pooping history <laughs> than so, other places. Other people. So, 1778, uh, these were used, the Brahma, Brahma toilet was used right up until about World War II. There's still one in use in the House of Lords in What's London. the Brahma toilet? It's, uh, it's basically a, it looks like a chamber pot, but it's connected to a mechanism underneath, and it, it sits in a wooden box, and this mechanism allows for water to flush away the uh, excrement. Oh, it opens up a little valve, and wow. the water comes in and it washes it down. So it's like it's like, and okay. they had, and by that point, I think they had some slightly sophisticated plumbing. Wow. By that point, crazy. The problem was just figuring out how to get it to, to flush. Thomas Crapper. So here's a a little bit of alternative history we're, that we're going to bring up. Thomas Crapper did not invent a toilet. His name is ubiquitous with toilets because he made it that way. He got others to build toilets, but put his name on the toilet. Serious. So he never actually invented any kind of toilet stuff. He just he was like a, a marketing. Yeah, like marketing. a like a he. You say he's a marketing genius or no? Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, his name is or synonymous is it, with the, it, going to the bathroom. Is it like infamous? You know what I mean? Or is it the other yeah. one? Like, well, yeah. I'm sure the crapper people are probably like trying to live down the name, but. Or, Laughing himself in the bank. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're super rich and yeah. your last name is associated with taking a dump, I mean. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Whatever. That's fascinating right? for sure. Uh, so he sold many toilets to middle class homes. So his name became, like you said, ubiquitous. It was everywhere, and it became synonymous. Yeah, it's amazing. I thought for sure he built a toilet. Yeah. No, he never built one. He he just kind of like shipped them. Interesting. So, the Victorian era, 1851, London opened the first flushing public toilet. So, 1851, Victorian era runs roughly from 1830 to 1900s, and that is an era that is that we see the decline of rationalism and an increase of romanticism and mysticism, and a religious drive for for higher for moral standards. So, essentially, common sense is being thrown out the window, and for some reason, this movement coincides with the rise of public toilets and shame involved with going to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And like with Queen Elizabeth I, where she got so upset that it just got, you know, yeah. the mere mention that someone would use the toilet. It's fascinating. And so the awesome thing about this 1851 London uh, toilet, public restroom, mm -hmm. it's still in use. Uh, when they built the urinals, they put little arrow or little targets that were engineered to be the best spot to aim at to get the least amount of splashback okay. when you're going to the bathroom. Wow. Yeah. Like, like engineering marvel. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So the toilets became more ubiquitous and they became more private. And what used to be a shared burden was now a source of shame. And we compartmentalized bathrooms. bathrooms. Stalls, essentially. Stalls, essentially, yeah. yeah. Uh, men Which and women. We still go through all time. Every day. Yeah. And uh, 1895, toilet paper hits the market. 
prior to, you mentioned this in the Sears episode, prior to the Sears Roebuck uh, catalog, catalog was, was really big good. The toilet paper, yeah. Yes, and I find this funny, up until about, it was used rather regularly up until about uh, the 1920s when they started using a glossy paper that didn't absorb... You know, that's gross. human excrement nearly as well. <laughs> it's like it's just sliding right, right off, off this. That is it. Not only are oh Sears products high quality, uh, so is the paper that we're producing awful. now. And I can't, awful. you can't even wipe your butt with it anymore. Good lord. Americans use 26 billion rolls of toilet paper in any given year. Each American averages about two, 20,805 sheets of toilet paper. I know for a fact that there's some people that double that. Yeah, families. I bet you. I walked in. I was using the bathroom at work, and I walked into my my go-to stall. It was there was like it was like toilet paper almost up to the. I'm like, how like how do you not know that you've thrown an like half a roll of toilet paper in there? And then you never want to be the guy who's gonna flush it. No, because then it's gonna yeah. Oh, and I gotta go find. The janitor. The maintenance guy and be like, hey, Joe. Help me out. I, uh, oh, Lord. One me. One me. But Some dude. Could you help out yeah. over here? Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he looked me up and down and be like, Psh. It wasn't you. So, I actually do have a really good story about fecal matter, but um, <laughs> it's a good way to start something out. I used to work in insurance, and I had a claim where the toilet got clogged, and I, uh, I told my boss, I was like, I don't think... Uh, like, how was clogging a toilet negligent, right? So my boss was like, well, maybe they threw too mu- used too much toilet paper. Why don't we call the plumber to find out what the nature of the clog was? The reason we were looking at this claim was because a whole bunch of water backed up. Yeah. When, she, when this lady who, who was hired to clean the house oh, um, no. used the bathroom and she clogged the toilet, flushed it, left, and then the water oh, overflowed. No. And she left, like, she was finishing for the day, left, and then when the owner of the home came home, toilet was overflowing in the house and a whole bunch of water damage, like a lot of damage. That is horrifying. Oh, so my God. I called the plumber, and I was like, I asked him what the nature of the clog was. Maybe she threw something down there, used too much toilet paper, whatever. And he was like, well, he goes, I got to tell you, it was mainly fecal matter. <sighs> Uh, we're, I was like, well, oh, all right. So I go to my boss, and my boss is like, uh, we're going to have to close this one down. And he's like, you can't really sue someone for taking a mean one. And I was like, yeah, you can't. It's I was like, she just, I like. Can we just get paid for this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So there you go. That's, that's a little bit of nugget of knowledge for everyone. If you, if you take a mean one and clog a toilet, you can't be held liable assume, for that. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. That's, that's so, good. There's so that. back to toilets. Uh, I just want to go over a little bit about the public health issues uh, surrounding toilets and why we need, why we need public restrooms, yeah, essentially. Sure. The average person has about 130 grams of poop every day. And with a world population north of 7 billion, that is literally a mountain of poo that <laughs> we are day. expelling from ourselves every day. That we need to find a place for, right? Yeah, that So it is. It is of a. It is paramount that we have like plumbing and and infrastructure and infrastructure worldwide. But the the reality is, is that one third of the people on planet Earth do not have access to a flushing toilet, and over one one billion people still uh, use the use open fields for the bathroom, fields, streets. Stuff like that. Mainly, unfortunately, in like third world countries. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is working on bringing sanitary toilets to the entire world. So if you're looking to donate 
any money for that. They would be the ones to, to look into for that. And this was what really kind of sealed it home for me how important it is to have public restrooms, working ones throughout the entire world. Diarrhea is globally is the ninth leading killer of human beings. In it, in it globally is the second leading cause of death in children under five years old. And in low-income countries, diarrhea is the second leading cause of death. Period. period. Mm-hmm. Like that, and that is such an easily preventable illness that you, they, like we mentioned with the cholera outbreak, it's basically a lot of what's happening is a lot of people. If you're using the bathroom and, and you're putting it into standing water, nothing good is going to come from that. Period. You yeah. need to wash it away, whether it be gravity or some kind of like insanely powerful pump, like they use in airplanes, right? Right. Where it just sucks it away and puts it somewhere where you'll never see it again. But yeah, so it is of, of great importance that we have public restrooms. I agree. I mean, without doubt, for sure. Like, uh, you have an interesting story of fecal matter. I have a not so colorful story, but an interesting story about having to use the bathroom in El Salvador. So again, like you said, I, th- I look at that place as a third world country with first world problems, is, is the way I look at it. And uh, their public bathrooms aren't free. So like here in the United States... Yeah, a little bit of backstory. Uh, you're familiar with El Salvador because your father lives I'm, there. Correct. Right? My father's yeah. from El Salvador. And he visited there frequently. Visit frequently. Every couple yeah. years if yeah. I can go out there. Exactly. And so like... If you're in the United States, specifically say here in Milwaukee, there are bathrooms everywhere. You can use the bathroom wherever you want. Like, it's not even a question. And it's not like... And if you go to the corner bakery, they'll allow you to use the women's bathroom if you really need to. Period. Like, like they are in El Salvador. They're in Shorewood and they have lovely food. You should should go. You should go. When we were down there, uh, the place we went to, you actually had to pay a quarter to use the bathroom. If you had to use the bathroom with toilet paper, you had to pay 50 cents. And, like, they were, they were like, people guarding the, the public restroom. So it was like... <laughs> it was like a racket? What the hell is this? Yeah, like, 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 my dad's like, you gotta pay. I'm like, what do you gotta pay? Like, you gotta pay. Like, it was like... I think that's For comedy. me, it was unfathomable to me. And then it was unfathomable to him that I didn't get that I had to pay these bathrooms. Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, like, you got soft in America, like, Rodrigo. Like, it made no sense. <laughs> so that was, you know, again fascinating because as you say each place is different each world is different El Salvador is different too in the sense that they turn their water off so when you talk about a third of the population can't flush their toilets for a little bit of time you can't flush your toilets you told me that. Either. it's horrible what, what like, happens if you gotta like take a dump at like 9 o'clock it's not cool like it just it just stinks like my grandma oh. I remember I, well and especially with say a tourist whose stomach isn't ready for that <laughs> stuff like my grandma was like oh man I would not have wanted to go into that bathroom like yeah you, I'm glad you didn't like it was it was bad like 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 so each... Well, there's that line in Friday where he's like, wait, 35, 45, 45 minutes. minutes. What you say probably is, wait about a day and a half before you go in there. No, because the water comes back eventually. It'll turn off in like two hours. Wait until the morning. Exactly. Oh, two hours. Two hours, three hours. Okay. So I don't know where. You're just like, oh, great. The water's off. I wasn't expecting that. You know what I mean? Or like, my dad, like, you better be using the bathroom before I turn the water off. Like, you know, like, it's just something you have to be prepared for. Yeah. Because, again, it's a different world. Or another example of different world and different kind of public restrooms. So, like, this is the most horrifying thing that's ever happened to me in a public bathroom. I was drinking heavily in El Salvador. We were watching a soccer game, a Real Madrid game, and I had to use the bathroom. And there they had a trough, like a, just a big old just trough that people were using the bathroom in. And in one of the sections, someone had... This is the weirdest get-up for a public ba- restroom. I've used troughs before, too. It's- I don't like them. It I, seems demeaning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but... So, imagine... my horror, because of my... My horror... You know, absolute and peeing standards. Like, I'm exactly. For me, from America, down there. So, imagine my horror. I'm trying to use the bathroom, and I see a, a pile of vomit. You know? It's like, oh, this sucks. And on top of that, there's this roach. 
crawling around, right? Cockroach? Yeah, a cockroach. And I kid you not, this cockroach flies off. And I was like, I ain't never seen that before. Because, like, you know, we were poor once. Like, I was like, real, real, real impoverished in my life. One time where I had to deal with roaches. You know, I'm not ashamed of that. Mm-hmm. And I used to pick up kale boxes. And so, like, some poor people, there were, there were roaches in their kale boxes. I, I'd seen roaches in my life. I've been... Yeah. I've never seen a flying roach. So I was like... I've never seen one that flew. That's terrifying. I went, you know, went to use the bathroom, went back out there, washed my hands, was sitting there just drinking, you know, kind of like getting it out of my brain. My dad goes, uses the bathroom, comes back a couple minutes later, and keep in mind that my dad essentially has the same haircut he's had in the 70s, essentially a little afro. Like he, yeah. He has curls and he keeps them nice. He comes out... Keeps it a little long in the back. And the front. He keeps it long yeah, everywhere. Yeah. He comes out just pale, like like a ghost, like a sheep. <laughs> He's like, he comes to sit down. He's like, why didn't you warn me? I'm like, about what? He's like, that flying cockroach. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, it's getting on me. Why? He's like, that thing flew out and got caught in my hair. Oh. I'm like, ah! Did I'm he not, shave his head immediately? I'm not sure it did. I think he was just joking. Oh. But still. Because that thing was, was dancing. Terrifying. I've never seen anything like that. So again, mm. public uh, restrooms, shame. I always say people complain about America, but I'm, I'm grateful to be here because our systems work all the time, and our public restrooms are free. Very rarely are they so gross that you don't want to be in there. I've been, in, I mean, I've been in some gross public bathrooms. Yeah, like like in like up north and like park areas or like ones that are like rest stops. Yeah, yes, they're fine. Those are bad, but there's nothing. It's like bad here, but it's still. It's compared still bad yeah, it's down still, there. I'm just saying. Com- yeah, compared to like things that I've researched, some of them bathrooms that I've been in up north, like on a bike trail, pale in comparison to what some what I'm saying. unfortunate people have to deal with yeah. uh, in the world. Speaking of cockroaches, I do have a cockroach story I'd like to share with you. Oh, if you when insist, we, please. When we were in Greenwich Village, out there, yeah. at, we were drinking at a bar. and uh, Like you and I? or Me like, and you. Okay, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. I went outside to use the ATM machine. <laughs> And I was smoking a cigarette, and I put my cigarette out on the, uh, stomp it out on the ground, and like before I can even lift my foot off the off the butt, a cockroach comes right out of the right out of the side of the building, comes out, takes the butt, kind of like turns his little cockroach body around and marches right back. Under, I'm like, how did he? Was he? It, was he scoping me was, the entire time? Like, it, like he didn't miss a beat. He was just like, oh, but we'll get that. Yep, yep, yep. So it's anyhow, they're insane. they're kind of nasty creatures, but they'll probably outlive all of us. So I've had some misadventures in the bathroom. Um, one of man's, woman's, humankind's biggest fear is to have the door kicked in on you while you're using the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I've had so, this happen. Well, you lock them. <laughs> well... Sometimes the lock doesn't hold, my friend. So Jessica and I were we were having a lovely evening or a lovely afternoon out with the kids. Um, it was before Stella was born, and we went out for some Mexican cuisine. Okay. And I must have a very stereotypical stomach because it 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 went through it, you. It went right through me, Fair right? Enough. Right. So then we're we're gonna we like to go thrift shopping. So we go to Goodwill quite frequently, and. We're walking through Goodwill, and I'm like, somebody's sitting right in O'Brien. I'm going to go, uh, go take care of some, some biznatch. So I go into the bathroom, and it's uh, it's just got one stall, right? Got a couple urinals, one stall. And I was like, okay, I'll 
I'll use that one. And when they have one stall is both the handicap stall and the, you know, everyone's stall. So it's a big roomy stall. And you walk in through the door to your, to my left was the toilet kind of set back a little bit from where the door was. So I'm taking care of business. And this was before I had a smartphone. So I was playing blackjack on my phone, probably lingering a little longer than I needed to. And sure. <laughs> all of a sudden I'm just sitting there, pants around my ankles and I see a door fly open it just like crashes open and i see a foot come in and i'm like Whoo! i was like jim carrey when sea bass came yeah, right yeah, and and then uh and then this guy just waltzes into the toilet and like i said it was a big stall so he didn't see me in the right away way back. so he oh. just kind of walks in and then he looks and he sees me and i was like what are you doing? And he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he's just standing there and he's like, oh my God. And then he kind of walks out. I'm like, why would you kick the door open? Oh, he like came yeah. flying at it and kicked it open. And you see it's closed. Yeah. Why would you kick yeah. it open? Oh, and he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And here, this is the worst thing that you want. He's like, I can't believe it. This is the second time this happened this week. <laughs> What? Like the second time, dumbass. Oh I'm like after the first God. time, maybe you should just stop kicking doors in. Horrifying. That's not so cool. I get out and he's still in the bathroom. Friday go. Why he's standing by the stall? Or like yeah, and and he's like and he's like I'm so sorry. I'm just like just just don't talk to me. It's so awkward. Just don't talk to me. I'm like I'm trying not to beat the hell out of this guy because he just kicked the door open. Ugh, and then I'm just thinking. So then, and then. It gets even worse. We're getting ready to leave, and all of a sudden he's at one of the checkouts. Oh God! And I had told Jessica the story, but I haven't. I didn't tell her the individual that kicked who, in the who door. Who was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this we're in one lane, and this guy's lane opens up, and we're next, and he keeps waving us over, and he's like, he's like, I can help. Who's next? And I'm looking at him in the eye, and I'm like, he knows who I am. He knows what he did to me. <laughs> You're not gonna make it up by checking me out. So then oh, Jessica's like, yeah. okay. She's like, going on. I'm like, Jessica, no, please don't. No, 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 no. And then she veers over, goes in there, and then she starts checking us out. And I'm like, oh, just crestfallen. Yeah. So then we're walking out, and then You're Jessica's like, why are you? Yeah, shame. Uh, shame. I'm like, this man just kicked the door open at me. Oh, and then we're walking out, and Jessica's like, what? I'm like, that's the guy that kicked the door open. And she's like, oh, I'm like, you checked me out twice today. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Oh, my God. Shame. So yeah. it's yeah. also happened once at my at my place of work where some guy, I, that was on me, though. I forgot to lock it. And he, I don't think he kicked it. He pushed it open. And I just put my hand out. And I was like, no! <laughs> I was like, not again! <laughs> like, never again! I, I was in the bathroom washing my hands. And one dude ran into the stall and, like, closed the stall super hard that it opened another stall and someone that was sitting there he's like oh. <laughs> it so, just like, opens up I, I, was, I was washing my hands I see it like through the mirror and I'm like <laughs> trying not to laugh but it was kind of funny yeah uh, public restrooms are weird I was in one the other day and some guy's sitting there just having a conversation with someone on his phone I wanted to just yell out real loud, like, he's pooping, you know, right? You know this man's taking a poop and talking to you. It's horrible. Uh, what I did was, though, was I farted as loud as I could in hopes that the lady... <laughs> could hear it. Could hear it. Because I could hear the lady's voice on the other, like, on the phone. You know, you can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Oh, Lord. Um, That's outrageous. 
And one of this was probably I lost a lot of my shame about going to the bathroom after I had kids, just because it's more of like just like open door policy, like I said. With you guys, and the other thing too, I, I think it was you, or it could have been another one of my friends was telling us this was back in the day. Now, like there weren't a lot of changing tables in dudes' bathrooms. That's true. So often they yeah, had. There, just I was reading an article there in, in in New York. Yeah, and like the last thing you want to do is like. Put Change your, your baby on the put floor. Put your baby on the floor. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's just horrible. like so. Like something. I, I thought it was you. It must have been one of the other friends that had to go into a ladies' bathroom to use. I've the had so table. many. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I've ever had to do that, but I've walked out of them and I've given the kid to my wife. You, like, you, you, yeah. you need to do this because yeah. I'm not putting him on the floor. Like, yeah. no, <laughs> like exactly. Like you went. You you baked this thing for nine months. I'm not just gonna throw uh, it on the floor. A bathroom. A public bathroom floor. Yeah. And I've had so many calamities in bathrooms with the children. Just you know. Peeing. Yeah. I've been peed like I've sat one of the boys on a toilet and we're like Phew. I thought you were gonna pee your pants and then all of a sudden all, all of a sudden he just pees all over me it's because oh. sometimes things stick oh, they're aiming in the wrong Lord. direction anyhow but so like I said I did lose most of my shame but the one time I felt really awkward in the men's bathroom was and this is this is a horrible horrible thing that happened <laughs> I was uh I was going number two. I was wiping myself. And a little backstory. There's this guy in my building where I work who I don't know if he just has the worst diet in the world or if we've synchronized our pooping schedules because he's always in there when I'm going in there. And he probably doesn't have the best diet just based on the okay. volume that he creates and the smell. But anyhow, I know him by his shoes. Okay. Right? And... <laughs> He was in the stall next to me taking care of business, and uh, I was cleaning up. And as I was coming up with the toilet paper, it somehow flew out of my hands. And it kind of like I kind of saw it like spinning in midair, like slow motion, and it fell and it bounced and it went under the stall, <laughs> the partition to his side of the stall, right? So here's my dilemma. Right? Yeah, which one? Okay, okay. What do I do? <laughs> do I just leave the toilet paper soiled? It wasn't like it was just a piece of toilet paper that I dropped, Rodrigo. That's horrible. This was dude. used toilet paper. And it had it had it had a lot of a lot of mileage. It on served it. So its purpose, is what yes. you're saying. Yes, yes. I get you. So what do I decide to do? I was like I was like, this can't stand. I can't I can't this guy's my pooping partner, yeah, right? Right. I don't we don't speak sure, sure. to each other, but it's horrible. It's totally off the rails. So I, the rails. I put my hand under, and I can't see where the toilet paper is, but I got a kind of an idea where it fell. <laughs> so I put my hand under the partition. I'm kind of fishing around for it, and then got it. Find it. Thank God. So it's not thank God. But can you? I mean, I don't know. He didn't say anything. You didn't say. But anything. can you imagine if you saw another man's hand? Terrifying. Just like oh, coming under the partition. Like, what is he doing? Maybe, maybe it was like right behind his shoe. Maybe we need to get rid of public bathrooms. This yeah. sounds bad. No, you just need what? Well, two things. I need a better grip. Yes. I've been doing a lot more push-ups and like I have a stress ball that I've been using. Or the partitions just need to go down to the floor. I don't know why they uh, are think, open there. Oh, Lord. Just to kind of see. Guy's shoes. I think we. I think we were enough with these stories. The bathroom is terrible. <laughs> so another part. Public bathrooms have been in the news recently for several reasons, including transgender issues and gender gender neutral bathroom issues. And like here in Milwaukee, I remember growing up and going to like a doctor or a clinic, 
in the bathroom was just a bathroom. It was no men or man or woman. It was a, like a unisex bathroom. And I think it said. Was it a single use bathroom or? I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, like a lot of the single use bathrooms in in like medical places are are just bathrooms. I think it's a unisex even on it. So like, yeah. so that's always been the case. But for the most part, it's almost always been a men's room or a woman's room wherever you go publicly, and you know many ways in which they're differentiated. Obviously, written men or women or or whatever lads and ladies. But for a lot of them are just drawn, like stick figures of dudes, stick figures of women. And so recently, the Milwaukee Bucks opened the Pfizer Arena. And this was the first place I ever been to that had a public bathroom where it was a gender neutral bathroom. And that it was specific, half the drawn figure was a dude, mm-hmm. and the other half of the drawn figure was a lady. So I was like, whoa, we're ahead of the game here, because I'd, I'd never actually seen anything like that. So I, yeah. I found that fascinating about about it. They have a they have a, uh, a general, gender-neutral bathroom at the Milwaukee Public Museum. So the city of Milwaukee is kind of on the, I don't want to say they're on the cutting edge, but they're, they're moving towards a more friendlier bathroom environment for everyone. And I actually had to ask a guy, because I had one of my kids with me, I was like, can I go in this bathroom? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I just wanted to... To make sure. So yeah, it was uh, it was fine. I mean, it's uh, after you get over, like I mentioned, when I went into the women's bathroom, after you get over that initial stigma of I shouldn't be in there, it's just you're just it's taking care of business, yeah, right? Exactly. And to get to the point where, like we said, there's been some controversy about you know transgender uh, bathroom issues. So so it starts really briefly. I want to say 2016 or 2017, North Carolina yeah. changes this law saying you know you have to whatever. So. There's the difference between sex and gender is sex is what you're biologically assigned when you're born, and gender is uh, how you identify as a person uh, based on societal roles for what we see as men and women. And so they passed a law stating that you had to go to the bathroom with what you were sex. Your sex. It caused a big issue, caused controversy all around. And a couple things like, so as far as I know, there's no... Real doormen at bathrooms, unless you're in El Salvador and you gotta pay, pay twenty five cents to the bathroom. The bathroom yeah, but that's quarter, a that's a different quarter, fifty different cents. issue. But uh, single ply toilet. So like no one's no one's checking IDs at the doors for the most part. There are stories where you've heard that happen, which mm-hmm. is kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Actually, the one story. So again, the one story I heard that was terrifying was that basically a dude followed a lady into the ladies' bathroom because the lady was dressed in a masculine fashion. So the dude was checking to make sure she was a lady. So like what they were trying to avoid is what exactly what he did. Yeah. It's like you can't like you can't police bathroom use on your own. Like we're not we don't need vigilante don't need justice. That. There's so, no like Charles Bronson didn't revenge on people because a guy used a woman's bathroom. bathroom. So this is something that's like, happened. It's like it's like none of your business. Over the last three years this has become an issue. Yeah. Like to the point where a where the Charlotte Hornets were scheduled to host the NBA All Star game. And because of the passing of this law, the NBA took a stance and actually pulled the All-Star game from North Carolina that year. So, like, yeah. again, what was never once really controversial is now controversial. So, the public yeah. restroom has I done... I guarantee you, in countries and areas of this world where they don't have public restrooms, they're probably laughing at us. Like, yeah. just not well, laughing at us, right, but right. like, why is, this a, why is this an issue, why is this an when, issue? I don't, when I'm, I don't even have anything anywhere near that? So. And, and we were talking off mic, some of the things that lead this to be an issue have proven to be... Incorrect. shown proven false. Is that yeah, true, right? based, it's based essentially on anecdotal evidence. Nothing is stopping a man from going into a woman's bathroom already. And causing right? crime, right? Yes. Or doing, doing some damage. I mean, 
I'm not, I'm not, I don't think there are, there's not like there are like, like, like guys on the border watching for border crossing. These, there are, there's not that subset of people watching toilets. Right. To see if a man is Absolutely going into not. a woman's You're, bathroom or no. vice versa. So we have the one person that did it and they got in trouble for doing it. Yeah, but I mean, it happens. It do, I mean, it does happen. Like, men go into women's bathroom for nefarious things to take pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm sure there are women that went into men's bathroom for nefarious reasons. Anecdotally speaking, yes. As far as a study that has been done recently by uh, UCLA in, in, in Massachusetts, they did a study, a longitudinal study based off of two years prior to a bathroom law being passed in favor of multi-gender use of any bathroom as opposed to areas that didn't have any any laws on bathrooms and they found no correlation between any place that has a gender um, related bathroom law and an increase in um, crime crime in mm-hmm. a bathroom yeah there's no. there's it is not it, it it's it's not a thing. It's like it's as if though it were a non-issue. So if you remove that from the yeah, if you remove that from the argument, then you're left with well, you can still have a men's and women's bathroom, but if a, if someone who associates as a their gender as as a male, but is biologically a female, like what what's 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 the big deal if they're gonna walk in? And sit on sit in a stall and use the bathroom. And even, assuming that that guy from Goodwill doesn't come in and kick the door in, and then you might have trouble. But further, like he should just be banned from toilets anyway. And not to be so dark here, but like if person's a true criminal or a horrible criminal, is a bathroom sign or bathroom gonna stop them from committing no, this crime? Yes, no, no. So, a man or woman sign isn't gonna stop right, you. Exactly. Like there's no there's no shame. Like, like we have shame. If you have shame going into the bathroom, there's no shame that they have. They're already a sociopath. Exactly. There's probably other things that are prevent preventing them from following following uh, rules. So one uh, other quick story I just wanted to bring up because what I did do in preparation for this is I signed up for a, a news feed. For a bunch of like bathroom stories in the news. That's crazy. So I would be getting all these weird stories, two in particular actually, that were rather amazing. So this one guy in Australia took it to new heights on how he wants us to get rid of the shame involved with using the bathroom. He put fecal matter, his own fecal matter on his face and uh, put it on Facebook, I believe. That's... It's like, well, okay... Like uh, there are way there are way better ways to do you just, that. It's all messed me up. I can't even. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> There's no way. I know what I'm what I'm capable of. I'm not doing like, that's not happening. And uh, in South Korea, I was reading an article that there was a big hubbub because they took some trash bins out of the stalls. Well, it turns out in South Korea they weren't flushing toilet paper prior to about 2017. They were throwing it in a in a trash can. Yeah, there are still that happens in plenty of places because of like was it septic tanks? Like you can't actually flush in the septic tanks. Well, no, they had they had uh, plumbing standard plumbing that you could use. I mean, because they went to doing that. Okay. But there are places, yeah, where you can't you can't flush, and those are usually septic related. But this, they were. It was just a cultural norm to throw it into a wow. trash bin, can. and some people were couldn't get used to that, so they were just taking their toilet paper and chucking it into the corner. <sighs> it was terrible. It was terrible. No shame. But then they got. But then not. Then they had a rise in toilets being clogged because they weren't familiar with how much toilet paper you should be flushing or shoving down a toilet. This is like a bathroom apocalypse. It's just like, it's like, it just like, the, it just keeps getting worse and worse. Oh my goodness. Anyhow, hopefully, hopefully the good people of South Korea will, will figure it out. 
but I think there we have it, right? I mean, I think yeah, this is the exploration is of, from from, yeah. from shame to no shame, from ancient history to modern times. Like public restrooms are, as you said, and I, I totally echo and agree and parrot. Fascinating. It's it's just a fascinating topic. I like think, uh, like I said, you you go in you go in different. You go in one way and you come out changed, right? <laughs> Literally. Yes. Sometimes you got to change your clothes after Ment- you've been Mentally and physically. Yeah. So you, you, oh there's a gosh. different set of rules that apply. Like you can't make eye contact. <laughs> can't stare at another man's junk. I don't really like people talking to me when I'm using the bathroom, but people, want to, be, people want to be talking. Yeah. And I'm like, just wait till I'm washing my hands. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm busy here, but whatever. So like, yeah, they're, and, they're... or like there's people you'll you'll walk into a bathroom with people that you've known for years and you won't say a word to them, right? No, yeah, no, and then you walk going, out and then you'll start chumming it up. Yeah. Exactly. Inside, it's 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 not so. It's no talking time. So like it's a, it is a fascinating topic because it lends itself to perception issues, right? Like, like you say, yeah, like the perception of now the, the modern times with like the controversy. Or even the perception of the past, where like going into a woman's bathroom is shameful, which has happened. Like we've been in bars where like there's like ain't no woman coming here in a long time. Go ahead and use the woman's bar. Like like, like you've seen that. Like yeah, hey, that's been, nothing new. I mean, like, yeah, I've I've gone into women's bathrooms on mistake before, just because I didn't take the time to look to see which one I was going in, and gone to the bathroom and right. realized it afterwards because I was like, or where are all the urinals? You know. So from, there's perceptions, and there's actual alternative histories that are found in the restrooms. Like I, I actually find your instruction on John Crapper or Thomas Crapper fa- illuminating. Because I swear to God, I yeah. thought he made the bathroom. I thought he made the toilet. Like, That's I, what, I mean, I, I, for it would, sure, it would, it would you know make I mean? sense. Like Kleenex Crapper is like it's like it's like a, dead on. So like I said, I thought as I said, this was a was a interesting and fascinating topic. So after all we've talked about, has your perception of a public restroom changed, Rodrigo? Only in that it's, I have so much more insight now into what a public restroom is and, and like just the history. Like I, I think it's amazing. Yes. Do you think, do you think people bit. should feel any kind of shame when they're going to the bathroom, regardless of, because I know people that when they walk into the bathroom, they'll hit the dryer to, to mask the noise they're making or the sound. I mean, you can't really mask the smell. But. I've been in there where some people should be ashamed of themselves. So yeah, <laughs> like, 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 I, I don't know if I can give them the shame. I'm sorry. But I can definitely, yeah. I definitely find the perception to be interesting. I think it's a much better thing than what I thought about. Like, I didn't, I didn't really put much thought into public restrooms until you came up with this topic. And yeah. as I say, I mean, it was weird for, not weird, it was just unique in what we try to do. So just to learn about it was, was really, really interesting. I think the shame is somehow a little bit baked into us as as humans. I know my kids, when they were real little, and my daughter still does this, they like to find a nice, quiet corner to defecate themselves. Just kind of let it out. No, they don't... Like, the pressure involved with, with pooping for me. Like, yeah. sit on this toilet and poop for me, child. It's, it's just, just like... It's, it's just too, it stress. Oh like, like it's too much. So they go and they... <laughs> like, my daughter, she'll crawl into her brother's bed with her diaper on, me, mind you, and just kind of let loose. That's her spot. Yeah, that's her spot. She likes to poop in the bo- in her brother's room. It says something... Does that say something about... What she thinks about the brothers? Possibly. I'm just saying. There may be a metaphor there. It's ruthless. But but the way I look at bathrooms now, like I said, and it may just be where I'm at in my life. There, like I ain't got time for the shame. I hear like, you. I gotta. It's more like I gotta get this done. With children from ten to ten to how old is three, still, ten to yeah. three. I bet you, yeah. There's no yeah. time for shame. Yeah. This is business. And I don't it? think other people need to have it either, just because when you really think about it, everybody poops, everybody pees. We all got. I mean, 
We all may not have the same sex or gender, but we all got the same biological urge to go to the bathroom. Essentially the same plumbing. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. like, yeah, same function. I hear you. Whatever comes in must go out. That's the way it works. Exactly. So. So there you go. Uh, that's our episode on public restrooms. So does our potty talk make you never want to listen to us again? <laughs> Do you feel like we haven't done our duty on this episode? Is there no two better podcasters than us? <laughs> number one in your minds, number two on the airwaves. Alternative three podcast. Please reach out. You guys can reach out to us at Twitter. At Alt History PC on Twitter. You can get us at Facebook at Alternative History. Alternative History. Instagram Alternative History. You can Gmail. Alternative History Podcast. So we're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere you can find your podcast. Please leave a review. Subscribe, like, thumbs up, whatever. It really helps us. Preferably a two-star review. Not a number one-star review. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. Bye.